that. I mean, they would have. I mean, the look, U.S. would have preferred if they could get the shares of those, you know, of those things. But I guess the second best thing in their mindset is maybe, you know, give it to some rich oligarchs. Capitals, or, yeah, within the country. But I must say, in a way, I mean, by the way, I think oligarchy. I mean, you know, there's some because when you read greeks they like some people supported democracy some people mm. supported like oligarchy xenophon who i liked was a, like i think largely supporter of oligarchy i don't think it's like you i don't necessarily support oligarchy or oppose it i think oligarchy is the way like at this stage of history we are in it's just there is no other way to run nation states or anything i don't believe i believe everywhere is an oligarchy rule of the few just I mean, if you might yeah. change. I mean, uh, as but, this but, graph, this graph supports empirically that point. Some that of, yeah, is, in a that way, this is not unique to Russia whatsoever. I mean, and they picked these countries. You know, who knows? Maybe if they would have picked Nigeria yeah, and like I'm I don't sure know some other country, yeah, it would have been everywhere. perhaps more. Even who knows? I mean, it's going by billionaires, so it's not going according to constant. Like I'm sure yeah. there may be nations where wealth is concentrated more, but they may be no billionaires or mm-hmm. something. Uh, but 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 you know it's it the way like you Russia privatized. I don't think it was even liberal. Like when you have a state at that level, you can't. I mean that's why meritocracy is a bit of a bullshit anyway. Because for example, you have a company that is like is like you have an organization that basically has oversight over the wheat industry. You can't give that to the most. Like you have to give that to somebody you trust. You know, this is a like a national security issue in many ways. Food or nationality. Yeah, when you nationalize it, well, then who do you put as the head of the national national company? You can't just do a meritocracy and, oh, this guy, he has studied like abroad. He's like, has the right qualification. He should come. No, you have to sometimes, that's most of corruption is not even, I mean, I'm not talking about petty corruption. Corruption at this level is about trust. You know, mm. it's about uh, serving trust and serving those who served you before paying them back. Yeah, I know. So I think it should be looked like, yeah, that's I mean, how yeah. it should be. I mean, you know, you, it can be done in other ways within the realistic, like realistic context. No, I'm just saying, you know, you could nationalize a lot of these interests and then, you know, just, well, the government runs it. That's who you trust. You trust the the government trust itself. Uh, I mean, yeah, and I'm sure they nationalized no, no, some stuff. I'm sure they did. I was I mean, more talking about like, okay, but there you can have corruption. Again, you can put oh, your yeah, 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 as yeah. the head of the like, CEO, the or Ministry of blah blah. Yeah. Ministry yeah, of no, I mean that's and different. if it's private, I mean if it's privatized, as in the case of Russia, again, you can't allow industries like that. Even that's why privatization is basically a lie in many ways. You can't privatize goddamn. Uh, telecom it's not mm. privatized it's really it's just you sold it to your friends mm. who you trust that's yeah. what because you can't just hand that over to just no but you're, you're just finding so many industries that are pretty much run as if they're as if they're publicly owned but just the money goes to like a few people so my only point is that you, you can easily in the same exact con- con- i mean it's realistic i'm not saying something unrealistic i think which is that you know you can nationalize these things and no, that doesn't it's, solve it's, all okay. problems i get what you're saying it clearly doesn't solve all problems but you know I, perhaps no, it can be better is, for more people if it's rather nationalized no i am but my point is that even when you privatize them they are mm. still in reality nationalized yeah, yeah, because you can't that. have goddamn yeah it's but the profit like, is going more to someone whereas then maybe the government could pocket more of the profit and maybe maybe, maybe but there has been there has buy been weapons. Of cases <laughs> yeah no again yes and there has been many cases where you know government run shit has been as bad as oh. i mean i'm largely leftist and marxist but yeah no for sure and there are a lot of things that the government runs in a lot of countries and they run pretty smoothly and and well yeah um, I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's move on and not continue to. I think we're disagreeing, but I'm not. Too, I don't not think sure, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make my point about that. It's, yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> no, that was a good point, though. I, honestly, not joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, not being sarcastic. This is not it. a pet, pet, yeah. petty sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one, Stephen Donziger. After representing Amazon Indigenous Peoples for 28 years, 
I just went to the halfway house in the Bronx to give another urine sample. The sample was put in the bag and sent to lab with 14 billion in annual revenue. For-profit to... shaming industry at work, 46 days to go. Why does he have to give it a urine sample? Because I guess he's out. Because he got out, he said, oh, because of overcrowded, right? No, he's on like, he's out on like house arrest kind of thing. I think he's serving the rest of his term at China. So you treat drugs while you're on, like, that's yeah. really I mean, harsh. that's one of the ways that they throw you back in jail. Oh, It's one of the that's... easier ways, I guess, in the States and probably That's other really harsh, man. How do you supposed to go through this life? <laughs> Anyway, I feel this guy, man. For you. Just... Yeah. I, I, by the way, th- yeah, this like, can you imagine? Like nobody's, I mean, in the mainstream media, New York Times is not talking about the Stephen Donziger, no. but they are publishing no. articles about people feeling uncomfortable <laughs> in classrooms. They are not Jesus publishing. Christ. They went and okay i mean the girl did pitch they went the idea. out and saw they went and saw yeah. they were like okay we've seen the other stuff that you've written so you look like you're on the right track our way of <laughs> we don't want to talk about danziger like that yeah no. exactly exactly what's two years better but then, yeah. okay next one anna kasparian oh my god oh. anna i'm so oh, not jealous okay, I'm she wrote I'm so jealous of my friends in Brooklyn who get who get to go to this. If you haven't bought your tickets, you're crazy. What is it? It's a goddamn, I guess, like stand-up comedy slash political show with Francesca Fiorentina and I believe where's the chap? Sam Cedar and Majority oh, Report. Oh my so. god! Oh my god! <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Anna, are you really jealous? I mean, all of your friends going I mean, honestly. I mean, even you. I mean, I mean, I know that these guys are your friends. Although Young Turks and Sam Cedar, Beach, they don't work much that? together, Beach, do they? Bituation room. Bituation yeah, room. I guess it's like, yeah, mixing things. Yeah, I got situation. it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sam Cedar and TYT, they never really hang out, do they? Sometimes. I, yeah. I mean, Francesca no, not, does. I don't know. No, Emma, Emma Wickland used Emma, to be yeah. from TYT. So no, I'm talking the, about Sam himself specifically. Yeah, but because neither Francesca fr- does. I mean, like, um, again, who's t- pot calling the kettle <laughs> black? But Sam Cedar and Francesca Fiorentini are not funny. And, and they don't have any insights. <laughs> like, one of them would be useful. Like, you have to have either be funny or have insights. And Francesca Fiorentini was neither. Who are the two other I people? Don't know. I don't know. Tiffany Caban? Matt Lee? I've heard of Matt Lee, but I don't know where or how or why. But I have I heard, heard of it. Let's move on. But Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, man, no, I'm not. The next one, though. Oh, that's a sad one that's like you know this is uh, how your life can change like that kind of in the span of one week my tv show redacted tonight was canceled this is lee camp because of sanctions my podcast was deleted by spotify and my youtube show is now banned across europe if you want to keep supporting my work search for lee camp on patreon jesus christ i had no idea about his podcast on youtube yeah again People are feeling uncomfortable in classrooms. Yeah, uh, Camier, please let's focus on real issues. Who cares well, about Lee Camp yeah. and you know him being banned in Europe and all that? Let's focus on people feeling uncomfortable when say, they say, like you know, want to say racist. Yeah, I don't and know. Sam is I making reference know. to a previous segment where we where we discussed the funniest bad faith interview. So you have to go check that out. Glenn Greenwald. So Sam, I sent you this Reuters article, and I thought. It's not April Fool's. No, it's March. This is apparently real and is based on leaks and Intercept reported it and then Reuters, which it pretty much says, uh, Glenn Greenwald, that's nice. Definitely grateful that we live in a society where Mark Zuckerberg and Google executives determine when we can advocate violence against certain people and when we can't. Seems healthy and democratic. I clicked on the Reuters article. It supported exactly what, I mean, even Glenn didn't even take it too far. I mean, they were internal, we're this talk insane. about this. this yeah, we so got, we'll come back to it more properly. We'll come back yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. This was fucking crazy. Yeah. It was, yeah, Russians. <laughs> Be racist towards them. It's yeah. okay. They are Russians. They don't have feelings. If you prick them, they don't uh, feel. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah, this is. 
I mean, yeah, these Facebook and yeah, I mean, Facebook, they just seem like they've really like lost their touch. Like they can't do like one right thing, you know, like you tell no, them to go left just, yeah. and they go right away into the wall <laughs> on the right. Just, yeah. <laughs> just in trying to turn around, they yeah. just the car just flips over <laughs> like six times <laughs> they look like just yeah. completely lost even like in the mainstream kind of world to I yeah i just hope i mean i'm not very hope, like i don't think it's very likely but i'm why doesn't instagram and fucking uh whatsapp get hit like why doesn't whatsapp loses its whatsapp must be destroyed man and you mentioned it i mean you know they just have all these contracts i guess and you know whatsapp has actually deteriorated at least for me I downloaded a new version and on my yes, computer, all, it doesn't allow me worse. to send to myself now. For some reason, I don't show up in my WhatsApp things, which no, makes you have life to, kind of hard. You have to save your... Yeah, yeah. No, I have done all that. It. But I, I've been it, doing this for years. I've been saved as a contact. And it shows up yeah. on my phone. But now it stopped showing up on the computer application. Jesus, I don't, Maybe oh that's me. God. I don't know. But yeah, it's they just updates. like regress. If <laughs> yeah, they keep regressing. And it's the worst... UI, it's the worst UX, and and Instagram. You wanna, it's man. Instagram is not filtered in Iran. You yeah. wanna upload a video on Instagram, it takes you like ten hours, and then mm. sorry, something went wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Oh fuck off! Like and then YouTube is filtered like that. You yeah. upload. It's like, fuck off! Like really, I I can't wait for Facebook to get destroyed. I really no, you're right. So like. On Instagram, surprise, I have to do a little bit of Instagram for my university and work and stuff. And like, yeah, even like a little photo, like a little video, takes sometimes takes like a minute. And I mean, like, yeah. a, like, it's something that usually takes like two seconds based on, you know, the speed that you're used to. So, yeah, yeah, it's you're right. I mean, you know, back then, I guess Facebook were a bit smarter, you know, they went and bought Instagram and WhatsApp, which is probably the best thing they've done ever. <laughs> Business decision. Yeah. But now I think, you know, now they would go. <laughs> I, might they, say I feel Instagram, like now if they try, they go buy like, like something shitty. Whoever invented Instagram, though, I really want to, again, like, Jesus, like, <laughs> fuck you. You destroyed my, because before that, at least you could goddamn share a trailer or a video. Now it's a, so, because Facebook basically has become uh, populated by racist uh, geriatrics. <laughs> and Ger- racist <laughs> geriatrics, not young ones. Yeah. Not young ones. Young ones Seven are on Instagram. Yeah. 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 And, and then Instagram, all these mostly these idiots about doing their body stuff and then a picture of foods. And oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Don't hate on the food I'm, pictures, though. <laughs> I, yeah. I hate the food pictures. I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And it's it's like TV, man. I need widescreen. I need to, if I want to watch it. Eh, sorry, sorry. I mean, this I never watch. I never watch anything long on Instagram, though. That's kind of me too. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It gets annoying. But a lot of like a lot of co- good content, comedy content is being produced, and I miss out on them. Oh my and God, I, I keep on wanting to tell you these. Who are these genius, like amazing independent actors all over the places who are just absolutely hilarious and they do like these sketches and these characters it's there are so a few good, of them that are just surreal how good they are i sent you do you remember i sent you that kid uh, who does geography and he does this funny like uh, he tells you about that. basically he tells you about like animals usually like hardcore like animals like alligators oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, oh. I have a point he's about that, so actually. funny man if uh, maybe uh, we try to put a picture of him well, or something. it's so yeah. funny he's like like i hate it i hate biology and all natural nature programs and all that but this guy i just can't just no. stop laughing he talks about the relationships really and all that it's so good but you know but i'm missing out because instagram is shit <laughs> and do you want to keep watching yes i click oh god damn it i hate you <laughs> man thank god for like this kid and other people because this whole like animal documentary industry really needs like a revolution or something like the other day again on tv one of these nature shows came on amazing quality camera but the exact same one i was like i'm sure i saw this lion in the 90s is this the same (laughs) guy like at least it's the same footage (laughs) (laughs) just enhanced (laughs) david david are you lying david (laughs) they need a little little uh, i must say little tweaking of their their style 10 years ago 
it was 10 15 years ago when blue planet was at its yeah. height of popularity and my dad everybody bought the dvds but and, that's also just you know, a good nice. version of like the same thing that they always do so yeah this one they yeah just and even that though him, even yeah. that is like after a while you're like uh, like it's a very nice screensaver yeah. like truly <laughs> like it's so boring then yeah. you know you need to add a panache but they've something. done it on instagram and stuff they've done it when, they've when done there's it. these people who I, go I'm and show you these lions. lizards and shit or like yeah. lions and all of them they're, they're crazy there's any the way they like he explains like that it's just so fun and he keeps like you know referencing trump or something you know it's yeah. just funny you know it's good, it's good. yeah so no. you can't just go you can't do that david and now the deer moves to his autumn residence oh for so i know that deer. i swear to god <laughs> <laughs> this is it this is the same year when i was a kid i swear that's how similar their shit is but okay yeah, sam true. let's wrap this up with one last tweet I mean, you know, I'm not a huge Ben Norton fan too much. Not that I know his work a lot, but this has to be his best <laughs> tweet. Yeah, that's a funny So one. New York Post, I haven't read the article, but they wrote one in five people, and I believe this, considering only fans to afford living in New York City as rent skyrocket. And Ben wrote, what stage of capitalism is this? That's <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> only fans. But yeah, it's, I mean, New York Post is the equivalent of Daily Mail and mm-hmm. shit. So yeah. I wouldn't put too much... But man, Sam, this makes sense to me. Do you know about this OnlyFans world? It's ladies doing webcam sexy shows. Mainly that, it's, am I right? Yeah, mainly it's ladies. Or guys. I'm sure there are yeah. guys as well. And like, it's just like, you know, Instagram, but private. And, you know, you have to pay like a subscription to get the channel. And they never like even put a little preview. So like immediately you usually have to subscribe. And then, yeah, they're all, they're all kinds of different ones where people do different kinds of pictures of things. Them? Not, not until you subscribe, really. And yeah. And you saw so you, that OnlyFans wanted really? to move away from this business model. And do you remember that? Right. And then they changed their mind like two days later. They were going to ban like all like these kind of like, you know, soft. Who was OnlyFans themselves. They were like, yeah, we're going to change. Oh, and we're right. not going to allow soft porn and stuff anymore. But then two days later, they realized, well. That's 90% no. of our <laughs> Otherwise, you just go on <laughs> YouTube and you watch other stuff. Like <laughs> There's okay, a reason guys, it's called sorry. Okay, okay, guys. <laughs> Reminds me of Monthly Python. You know, they're a bit in Monthly Python uh, and the Holy Grail where they attack the French castle and then they start throwing everything like a cow and <laughs> they keep throwing shit and then they go, run away, run away, run away. Just immediately, run away, run away. Just immediately backtracking. So, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah pretty much the same thing i think happened with only fans like a few months ago they were Jesus, like all right okay but yeah good tweet by ben norton it was a funny one <laughs> yeah, yeah let's end the tweets because my headphone yeah is that's out. it that was the last tweet oh, all right nice all right sam let's move on to progressive geopolitics so why don't you get us going and folks please like and subscribe of course uh sure yeah so there was a couple of relatively important updates there is one that is happened uh, so uh, let's start with south korea mm-hmm. which i think is a very interesting and somewhat undercovered story although it's getting more attention i think so uh, conservative candidate squeaks to victory in south korean election uh, the guardian reported yoon suk yul declares victory in presidential election after liberal op- opponent concedes defeat with 98 percent of ballots counted. So Yoon suk Yul, a conservative former prosecuted, uh, was elected uh, in a particularly bitter, uh, uh, bitter political campaign, really for Korea especially. They're far more respectful. But uh, yeah, he was elected. And uh, he's, there are two things that are interesting. First of all, he's a conservative, he's not liberal. So there is a likelihood that he takes a harsher stance on North Korea, mm. so which would fit in with the whole uh, vision of uh, you know U.S. sort of shifting towards the uh, Pacific. Because from what I remember from the reporting, the liberal president of the South Korea was crucial in the talks with the North Korea and pushing the, the yeah pushing U.S. as well. So although although during his campaign he has said that he's gonna continue to try to unify the uh, peninsula and you know uh, not uh, not uh, 
you know, cause tensions mm. to rise or anything. So in that sense, mo most of the disagreements uh, were on internal issues. One thing that has a lot of liberals and people like me, in fact, in, a bit worried is that this guy is, has described himself as anti-feminist and has said that South Korean women are largely like, you know, they're largely in the equal, they're not oppressed within Korean society. And yeah, I mean, first of all, there women are oppressed in every from so far. You know, we've I've really fucked up there, guys. And then uh, <clears throat> our bad, sorry. So you know, first of all, second of all, uh, in Korea, from what I, I mean, I'm not an expert on Korean stuff. I'm going by my very limited knowledge of their yeah. movies and some of the. <laughs> Uh, news reports I've read, but it's not, in, in fact, it's relatively a traditional society until recently, you know, I mean, culturally, even more so than maybe uh, uh, governmentally in many mm -hmm. ways, it's very, uh, yeah, there are limitations on women, there is a whole beauty aspect to it, which I don't know too much about, but there is a whole, like, uh, thing to be more beautiful and mm -hmm. all that. I think maybe there is the same things for men as well. But maybe not as intense because, you know, men are, you know, there is this thing that men now there's a have to be good looking and blah blah blah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, in especially in like East Asia, there is this yeah. you know feminine. So yeah, it's like, very interesting. Uh, I don't know too much about it. I've only read like Guardian articles mm. or I don't know New York Times or something. But it, there is a like I, as, I don't know if you know this, but South Korea is the there is most plastic surgery in the world is done in South Korea. Really? No, I, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have thought like, you know. Yeah, it's mostly eyes and, and nose. And yeah, man, so, some of the pictures are fascinating of the mm. people pre-post. It's like almost like they, as they say in Iranian, they just destroyed the thing and they <laughs> rebuilt it. <laughs> but yeah, there, there is a, I mean, there is a, you could argue there is a Western sort of, I don't know, poisoning of, culture or something i don't know how to describe that that there's this appeal towards the white eyes instead of you know didn't you know this? Shin, they, well, they do, the, yeah. yeah that's why south korea is the yeah it's south korea is the first i think brazil second iran third mm, okay and, and it all makes sense used to be used <laughs> yeah yeah i mean iran they, a lot of people europeans come to iran for plastic <laughs> surgery and shit, so it's weird it's a very weird one <laughs> And have you heard uh, of this one in my favorite country? People go there to get hair uh, hair transplants. Turkey. Yeah, they do. It's like a big they hub come, for that, apparently. Same in Iran. Same. Mm. A lot of man. When I was traveling to Shiraz and stuff, you would see a lot of actually people from Arabic countries come to Turkey and Iran because uh, medical system is better. And when you're rich, you know, you come. And it, it's still far cheaper than Europe, though. It's, yeah. Exactly. as good but for sure but anyway so my point, british folks also go there apparently a lot so yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i'm by the way if i receipts a tiny bit more i swear to god <laughs> i swear, i'm gonna no, i think you're good you're, you're safe I, you're... I don't know man it's it depends <laughs> i'm praying every night anyway but <laughs> but my point my yeah point what's your point is that <laughs> women are not treated <laughs> That's a good I, point. <laughs> narcissism. I mean, just immediately. But yeah, women are not uh, necessarily equal to men. I assume legally or culturally in uh, Korea, I assume. I don't know enough about it, but I assume they have a lot of problems in the society and there's a lot of barriers and shit. So it is, you know, oh yeah. Oh, and the spy camp thing. I just, uh, I forgot about that. There's the whole spy camp thing going on. You know, the, it's a big issue in Korea. People really? taking hidden videos of women and then mm. sharing them online. So there's all these issues and he's anti-feminist. <laughs> so I don't know. This, it feel, I hope it's just more of a, I doubt he, he's a politician. So I doubt he really believes in anything. Yeah. He probably has said that to whip up support. I hope when he rules, he's not ruling as anti. Uh, he probably will, but yeah. who knows. Or I mean, ruling or just even, I mean, because I don't even know how you would, it's not like you can ban like women from education or anything, but I guess just promoting kind of hateful narratives programs. or yeah, or like, you know, making it maybe people feeling more, what was it the thing that was say about Trump? He like, you know, legitimized racists by allowing them to, you know, feel more yeah, comfortable yeah, to come out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But even yeah. that, I mean, <laughs> maybe they didn't need Trump. I mean, Trump is gone now. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah. They are, I mean, it's a reflection. Yeah. It's, that's the thing. Politicians are a reflection of society, just like media. So it's sad to see, but yeah, it is. It is what it is. He did win a narrow victory. Mm. So. Nah, this race is always narrow, I guess. Except maybe Obama Romney. That was a decent trashing. That was like I think like he won by like 10 million the popular vote. Did he? Oh, all right. I had nice. from what I recall. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say the the real thrash, the only real thrashing I can recall is the Nixon. Mm, okay, then. Uh, I mean, I can't. I wasn't <laughs> born yet, so I've read about it. But yeah, uh, the Nixon. What was it, guy? Uh, McGovern. McGovern. Like, mm. McGovern. Yeah, McGovern. Crushed him. Like he won one estate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how many like states he won compared to Biden in terms of delegates, but I know popular vote. Yeah, popular and, vote. 10 sorry, million I, is bad, not I think bad. So. Yeah, compared bad. to Romney. Sorry. The good old days, huh? Romney. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, oh man, Romney, by the way, did, I mean, we're going to talk about it in our. He got younger. Yeah, geopolitics. <laughs> no, he well, he's getting younger. But yeah, no, but he's having the life. Like, this is the time of his life. I don't think you oh, really? could be more happy. Yeah, we get to when we go to Russia. I'll remind you. Oh, me, I'll, all right, uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we do Iran so, uh, next or? Yeah, yeah. It's a brief one. Okay, not a super brief one. But yeah. So there are some a, big updates concerning Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, yeah. Re, look, everybody for the last week they keep saying that it's pretty much a done deal. Mm. Uh, but uh, like they say there is the final version, but then there's these issues that need to be resolved politically, but then they said, blah, blah. What was the new development to an extent, which was largely reported in Iranian media, not so much, although Guardian, I think, covered it, was that uh, Russia, Lavarov, uh, sent a letter saying that our interest in the negotiations must be preserved and the mm-hmm. sanctions on Russia shouldn't like affect the revival of the deal. And then Iranian side and American side both said that sanctions with Russia has nothing to do with this deal. Both said that. But then the media from what I, I mean, I, again, I've been proven wrong recently <laughs> quite a lot about media. So they, I feel like they're like, they keep saying, yeah, uh, 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 could Russian thing derail the Iranian nuclear deal? Russia drops a bomb in the nuclear deal negotiation. I don't understand how could Russia has, like, what, what can they do? They, okay, we won't sign the revival deal. Don't. Like, Iran doesn't care about Russia. Is yeah. no big deal. It's the American sanctions on bankings. Russia doesn't even, see, like, Iranian-Russian I mean, economic yeah. trade is marginal. It's China that's a big deal. I mean, if anything, you know, even China, I'm not sure that. Yeah. Anyway, it's about America. This For is about sure. Iran and America. I mean, I, I think, so, sorry to cut you off there, but I mean, I so, think I'm guessing like the whole Russia-Ukraine thing did perhaps like, you know, um, you know, throw something at these negotiations. But you're right. I mean, he just threw something so Russia can kind of say this, but it shouldn't be a major hurdle that they can, you know, overcome between no, Iran no, I, and the U.S. Like, yeah, exactly. I, but 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 then uh, the, like they two days ago, they were like, yeah, the deal is going to happen any day now. Then head of Iran's sort of security national council came out and said America is not willing to make a political decision to allow both sides to defend their deal. Mm. So again, Iranians are sort of putting the blame on American sides, political lack of decision making. Just about an hour ago, though, oh, and then the Iranian head of negotiation, head of Iran's negotiation team went back to Vienna to continue the negotiations, and they were supposed to negotiations negotiate as of now, but then just about an hour ago, there was the report that due to an external uh, factor or mm-hmm. external something, uh, the negotiations have been paused. Really? And yeah, yeah, and they're working on uh, Joseph Borrell, the head of the person responsible for European Europe's far EU's EU's foreign policy uh, uh, said that uh, uh, the final uh, the final uh, draft of the revival deal for return of America to the deal is ready but the external uh, factors have stopped the thing from going from going on and then uh, Iranian foreign minister spokesperson said we are working on 
Oh, he said no. Let me say he said no external factor. I have to translate. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> no external factor will affect the will of the 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 collective will. Uh, it makes sense what you're saying. The collective yeah. will for ma- making a deal. The collective will for making a deal. So I don't know what is the external factor or anything. The BBC is speculating it could be the Russian thing. I mean, it has to be that, right? I mean, if there is such a thing, if it's not made up. Yeah. If it's not made if up. If it's not made, or if it's not just um, some... Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, who knows? Who knows? The thing is, I remember... Yeah, I don't... Like, there is... I don't know. Who knows what the external... <laughs> I remember... No, because I was going to mention a couple of countries that in the past threw in last deal sort like of... Like Israel or... Saudis. Yeah, you mentioned. I don't want to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, it could easily but, be the right. I mean, no, it makes sense no for it to on be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be that. But I don't understand why would it like? What is Russia's leverage? Like, they okay, we're gonna um, pull out of a deal. Okay, just dude. playing all their cards. I'm guessing right now. I mean, you know, just, just like writing letters. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I agree with you. It's probably. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm not but- a bit surprised. I mean, I, th- I thought when it happened, Russia, Ukraine, I think that was one of the things I was thinking. I was like, this could impact, like, you know, it could slow down the deal or, you know, the negotiations. Because this is supposed to be the last round of negotiations, right? I mean, you said that a draft is ready, so maybe they don't need any more negotiations, but. Yeah. Oh, but look at this update. Before this pause, this is according to Tasnim, uh, Iranian uh, sort of news agency. Mm-hmm. Before the pause, from a, they, this is a, you know, a, from a, a informed source. So in, you know, take that as mm-hmm. it's not a. They don't discuss the name. That the the main remaining issue is uh, is is in relation to individuals, companies, and organizations. Uh, that are uh, like sanctioned. Mm-hmm. So that's according to some some informed source from SEPA. Okay, so which is some um, informed source. Yeah, close close to SEPA. Sorry, close to SEPA. Which is like Iran's. Um, how do you explain SEPA? Yeah. Yeah, Iran. Iran's military. It's the best way. Is Iran has two military branches. One is the sort of uh, traditional like military, and then there is SEPA, which is pretty much. It's 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 pretty much like open military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Like they do economic stuff. Yeah, they do. Exactly. They they are supposed to protect the revolution as well as the nation. Not just the military is just a nation. nation. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we we just provide security for the province. <laughs> we don't deal with. I don't get it. I, it's all I it's all the same. Okay, it's military. Guess, yeah. <laughs> So I guess we'll see what happens with the Iran nuclear deal. But it's funny how you brought it up because we just, I was looking at our videos and yeah, two weeks ago, we made a video saying, you know, yeah, it's almost here. Like the deal is almost done. And That's what even we now, said yeah. the European officials said. Yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah, yeah no, say of course. <laughs> don't put words. <laughs> I, don't wanna, pigeon from Vienna I don't want to make any, <laughs> any predictions regarding this. I'm just quoting other people. Yeah. Okay, Sam, I guess it's time for Russia, Ukraine. So once again, why don't you lead the way? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the war is continuing. The peace negotiations are not very apparently fruitful, according to Ukrainian or Russian sources, frankly. And 2.5 uh, but... million people have now left the country. 2.5 million refugees. That's quite a lot yeah. of people have been had to force to leave the country. I haven't heard much of internal displacement so far. But I guess since yeah. the war is all over the country, there's <laughs> nowhere to really I would assume people, to yeah, too they, much. Yeah, you try to run away to the border. Yeah, so that's but really uh, messed up. Yeah, it's really I messed mean, up. I mean, war always but, is, so. Yeah, war always is. But it's re- I, I doubt this war is any different from Syrian or Yemen civil war in terms of like what's happening on the ground but it's so interesting I mean, when you have so many cameras on the ground mm. and it reminded me of the adam curtis documentary about uh he has this thing about rwandian i don't i don't know think maybe it wasn't the documentary maybe it was a segment in charlie brooker's show but he has this thing that in like 
it's just war everybody turns bad basically mm. so it's been crazy yeah basically you got the russians attacking civilians you got the ukrainians police and officials uh beating up uh, black and indian students uh it's it's really fucked yeah. up i mean uh, i really hope actually it doesn't i mean become you know like syria and and yemen we're talking I about hundreds of might. thousands of deaths. I mean, in Syria, we don't even know a figure for death. Like nobody even throws one around like 100,000 you hear sometimes. Because, you know, for Iraq, they always, you know, kind of said that that's in Yemen, too. It's kind of even <laughs> nobody seems to be keeping track. I must say, though, considering that now it's going on for three weeks, if if Putin had succeeded in taking Kiev earlier, but at this point, I think it's he made a huge mistake. He got played, basically. I think, you think this, so? I'm not just still... I mean, look, long-term, who knows? Um, but at this point, yeah, like, he could have just taken the east, lower, southeast, and then, you know, just Did he want secured... more negotiation power? Is that what it... Did he got, like, you know, did he, did he think, like, Maybe. let me just get all of Ukraine and then for sure I'll be able to, you know, meet them halfway? I think... He, I, think I think, yeah, I think he thought that yeah first of all like or the whole country think... i mean i guess the whole administration i'm guessing yeah, yeah, yeah i think he thought they could have easily maybe he didn't maybe i mean i'm just guessing but they they could have like taken over quicker and would have been welcomed a bit more and uh they could have easily like just changed the government and gone back I thought, I mean, that seemed like that seems the rational plan, mm. but who knows? But then again, he, I mean, who knows? Uh, ra- what is rational anyway? But even now, I mean, yeah, I mean, Kiev apparently, like you know, the fighting is still um, is still limited to certain, yeah, the outskirts, right? So they haven't really breached into no, Kiev, no, and I guess uh, being they haven't even there. surrounded it yet. Mm. <laughs> that uh, convoy. I, well, I heard that convoy split in two there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. I feel like that convoy has its own story as well. There's like the Russia-Ukraine war, and then there's, and then there's convoy. the convoy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the caravan of Trump. But someone but, made a good uh, point about the convoy. They were like, you know, in Russia, everything travels, and I guess that's their own country by train, and you know, it's much more efficient and smoothly. But here in in Ukraine, in this part where they can't move their stuff around by train, it's causing extra logistical issues for you for them. But I mean, oh, that should have been expected, right? I mean. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they knew I they assume were when you do war yeah. planning, I assume these are some of the things that come oh, up. Man. And you listened to Matt Taibbi on Anal- Analysis News with Paul J, right? You sent it to me. Yeah, that was great. That was a really yeah, anything awesome there in background. Matt historical background. Yeah, Matt Taibbi was there the whole time. Anything controversial <laughs> Not, to discuss? What do you mean was there the whole like time? Like the 90s. <laughs> in sorry. 90s. Sorry, 90s. He was there. <laughs> He's during the Ukrainian <laughs> war, during the Crimean war. <laughs> sorry i should have been more specific so i mean he gives like yeah really good history of putin and where putin um, emerged from you know people have heard he working a deputy mayor and all that and using his kg like his uh did i say kg am i saying the organization yeah, was, right kg yeah he was wait, what's the acronym again kgb kgb yeah and like you know he facilitated the mayor leaving uh, russia to oh, not be you know prosecuted then, so then at that at that point, he wasn't KGB, though. That's Yeah, he post- was post-KGB, yeah. But Matt Saibi was kind of saying he used his KGB connections or skills or whatever they are to get the mayor out of Russia and, like, you know, so he doesn't get prosecuted. Finland, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then people were impressed by those skills, apparently, and then <laughs> the rest is history, I guess. But Paul Jay said something, and he was like, you know, until now, I was thinking that Putin is rational, but maybe he is not rational. I mean... You know, this rational, everybody like, you know, he thought he was being rational. I mean, everybody thinks what they're doing is rational Even based the on the set people, of information yeah. that they have, right? So, I mean, what's I not a rational that. move? Like, what do you call, what would you say is irrational? I mean, That's, anything can be justified as rational based on the facts and the considerations in your head. I mean, anything could be argued to be rational, right? It's more, not rational yeah, I, to die. However, if you're extremely miserable, maybe it becomes rational to die prematurely yeah, I don't I mean, know. yeah definitely yeah i am yeah but <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> hoping but yeah, i know but i would say 
there's two things. First of all, depending on the set of facts and information you have, decisions vary. So we don't know what Putin knows. And there is no way to even like, you know what I mean? Like as anybody who reads history and later on you find out there, like, you know, they have to, it's like, uh, they're obviously because of the way they they live, they're extremely paranoid because people are after them in a sense. And because they used to be the people who used to go after people. Mm. So they know exactly what they assume what other people <laughs> can think. You know, so it's we don't know what they know. We don't know how they think. And rational, there is no rationality. Everybody thinks they're rational. So I don't know. There is no, I wouldn't say anything is yeah. irrational I mean, because there is no rationality. So I know where Paul Jay was coming from because I'm sure if you ask him, what's an example of irrational, I'm sure he would say Bush's Iraq war, right? It was irrational, I guess, from this point of view of um, spending that much money, you know, it ruining kind of Bush's reputation, you could say. It's also irrational from the sense that it strengthened the Iranian regime, taking away one of its, like, you know, main rivals. But I'm sure for Bush, it was also rational in some other ways. You know, I, I had to react. We still got all this money, still made all this, uh, you no, know, no, he wealth was a, and everything. He was- it was a rich kid who really didn't want to run and Cheney offered to run the thing and it was yeah. like, okay, you do it. And then, uh, you know, it, 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 rational choice. If I was a rich kid who just wanted to, okay, I become president so my dad shut the fuck up about me being a loser. You know, okay. You and know? you know, so, winning a war is one of the most I, prestigious things, no, no, no. not in my eyes, but in the eyes of a well, lot of people that, that a president can do. Yeah, Okay, you lost. <laughs> but, yeah. but Paul J. Paul Jay's position is oh, rational. Big, big fan, yeah, huge big fan, fans. real news and politics. Yeah, so Go cool. ahead, sir. Him and RJ Scout are the <laughs> coolest two old men who have been. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, his position regarding Iraq war is irrational if you're thinking as a very like sober and realistic mm-hmm. minded of the manager of an empire. Yeah, it's irrational to strengthen Iran. But if you're a failed son of a George H.W., <laughs> it definitely is a rational yeah. way to get your dad off your back. <laughs> definitely rational. So, yeah, ex- ex- there is no, yeah, I would say there is one thing in history that I, I to this day boggles my mind. Hitler's attack on Stalin, breaking the mm. non-aggression pact. Because that, like, every, and I've, from what I remember from uni years, like everybody, Nazis, including Nazis, were like, "Come on, man! Just let, couple, give, just wait. We don't yeah. need to do this." That seemed like the main, like that's if, like that's as crazy, I think, as you can get. Yeah, for sure. And like, like in terms of yeah. calculations, I mean, obviously he yeah. was a psychopath, but that's the putting the psychopath besides. How did you make that calculation? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess in his head, he thought, "No, we've reached a point where." we can i mean yeah who knows i mean yeah whatever but yeah great yeah. point you're absolutely you're absolutely right i mean they're especially after the fact it's even easier to make this point something like 80 percent of like the nazi troops were busy fighting the russians or something if i'm not uh, mistaken or getting yeah but then no it's not you can't say it's hindsight 2020 because it's even like then Napoleon, you could have yeah 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 napoleon did that had mm. done the same shit it was winter and you were fighting the british and that wasn't going very well either. like what's <laughs> i yeah i don't know i don't know what the fuck was yeah. going on. Yeah, I, no, that's a good example but but, uh, but i'm sure in his own mind he thought he was being rational so yeah based on whatever like you know his his thinking was exactly Psychotic you know, thinking yeah was. maybe like we'll catch them off guard you know or who who, who the hell knows yeah yeah probably yeah, yeah. Okay, um, let's keep this going. You, you, you tell me where you want to take it. If not, I had the Reuters story, and we can talk about sports a bit. Yeah, I mean, let's start, I think, before Reuters story, because that's the pinnacle. I, mean, I still don't know if Christ. it's like literally fake or not, but I mean, I'm trusting Reuters, Intercept, Glenn Greenwald. It but could be shouldn't. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to uh, it. <laughs> man, this is crazy, dude. The, the, the way they're tr- like, okay, uh, again, like, it's like, Again, at the height of Islamophobia, nothing mm. like this was going on. Like that, you know, you can just they talk about Russians as if it's they're fucking Martians or yes. orcs or something. Russians, it's ridiculous. I mean, they've get they're basically asking for pledges of loyalty to Ukraine or pledges that you must uh, condemn Putin's actions. Yeah, what like freedom of thought is basically. 
it's really and sad. In it's, our it's in our midweek tweet edition, I think I can't. We I I, I brought up the craziest example I've ever <laughs> heard and seen, and this is nothing government. This is just one business owner. He decided to do this, which was the restaurant in Brazil in Sao mm. Paulo, which decided to remove beef stroganoff from its menu. I mean. And you saw, by the way, I sent you the yeah, article to back up my claim of Putin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, oh, you said, right? You said somebody said something. No, Carib, yeah, Carib um, talked about it. I could get his comment um, uh, okay. in half a second. Oh, but I yeah, see. so apparently in the New York Times article, it said that, yes, a, a big uh, restaurant in the Quebec. The original restaurant that I, I, I thought Putin was, yeah, I, after reading that, I thought Putin was a Russian food. But apparently, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's just a recent invention. It's pretty recent invention. Yeah, I know exactly. So they, they're changing the name of Putin, which is like the most like it's it's Canada's only <laughs> dish I can think of. And it's Who's even really a Quebec Canadian thing. Putin. Yeah, I mean, Care of Mud Road regarding I Putin. Might, I don't know if any name changes. I'm also vegan. So he didn't know about that. But uh, anyhow, I think that the Putin thing actually is over similar to Putin. It's so stupid. And sort of makes you want to cry and laugh at once. It, it, I mean, the beef stroganoff one is still more st- stupid, but this is did also you, really stupid. No, did you hear about the in I I forget which orchestra I think in New York mm. or somewhere they they said they're not gonna play Tchaikovsky because uh, you know one of the people has a family in Ukraine or something. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Like. Jesus Christ, like, like, are we gonna, so guys, uh, we're gonna stop publishing Dostoevsky, <laughs> he's a Russian, I uh, feel, we feel, he wrote, Dostoevsky wrote War and Peace, or was that Tolstoy? I don't know, up these guys. I mean, I hope but they yeah, don't ban anyway. potatoes as well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> in general, oh, I swear to God, that, that, that will be one thing that will, like, propel me into actual revolutionary movement, if somebody <laughs> bans potatoes, like, <laughs> I will, I will not show any mercy to anyone. <laughs> but but anyway. man, like here's one example. So, I mean, I found this to be quite shocking as well. So, of course, they're making the owner of the Chelsea team in the, U- in the UK football oh, yeah, team, Abramovich, Abramovich gets- you know, to sell the club. Already, like two weeks ago, he put the club for sale. It's not easy to find people with a few billion dollars, you know, just laying Gabriel, around. Do, don't you like Chelsea? Don't you want to buy that? Hey, but I like Arsenal. Like Let's not confuse things, which oh, is owned okay. by Abramovich's equivalent Cousin. in the US. <laughs> Actually, someone <laughs> who's probably worse. But listen the to this. Warlord in Nigeria. Listen like to this. Chelsea won't be able now. Okay, so th- hold on, hold on. They've put a transfer ban, right, on players. So they love doing that. As soon as there's anything, like, okay, you can buy any players for like a year or so. That I found normal. But then Chelsea won't be able to sell new tickets for matches, including games in the European Champions League. Now listen to this one. And the club's merchandise stores will be closed. Like, I guess maybe you should say kudos to the British for being like like so like, you know, taking this sanction all the the way like, you know, down. But like, I assume that maybe potentially because all those shops and stuff because of the sanctions of stuff, they're worried that they might do something illegal. Because it technically yeah, he's these, still the You know owner. what these stores are? Yeah, I mean, hold on. Is Chelsea sponsored by Adidas or Nike? I mean, you know, we're pretty much, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're sponsored by Nike right now, I believe. I mean, it, like what? Like some but, Chelsea slash they Nike might get store? Sued. Yeah. They might get sued if there is like... like but I mean, I was just surprised that the activity. sanction... I'm so, I mean, far. it's goddamn... By the way, yeah, it's... And you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, and here and the it's so and the sad, selling you know? ticket part, like they're telling them you can't sell. So yeah, the you merchandise one maybe. It is so sad, and you know, I was in the like you saw in the first days the interviews was Russian people were upset. McDonald's, you know, all these mm-hmm. places were leaving, and young people, a lot of people like these things. And then, but then last couple of days interviews, kind of the tone has shifted because mm-hmm. a lot of Russian. Russian people are basically going, yeah, okay, fuck off now. Like, yeah, we deal with it. We deal with, you know, 
I mean, this is a country yeah. that defeated fucking Nazis. So, you know, yeah. And like, like, who the fuck gives a fuck about oligarchs? Like, <laughs> I couldn't care less if Abramovich can't do X, Y, or Z, but I just find that this kind of approach and response with these levels of the ban, you know, sooner or later it could oh, it, turn they, out they, and target and hypocrisy. become worse for people that are actually no, like, would he, care more about. The hypocrisy and the double standards. I mean, mm-hmm. forget about, let's say, okay, your own nation is a different case and you treat your own citizen differently, blah, blah, blah. What about uh, Saudi Arabia or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, a lot of Indian uh, prime, yeah. prime minister. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to go around an oligarch connected to them, by the way, there's mm-hmm. a lot of oligarchs connected to all these people active in Canada, in America, in Europe, in everywhere. The double standard is just so brazen mm-hmm. that you can't, like you, I mean, who wants to defend the oligarch, you know, who gives a shit? Oh, he lost his $600 million boat. Yeah. I mean, who cares? But uh, I mean, the double standard is all, it's like, it's all, it's racist. I mean, not the racist. Devil's, yeah, no, the double standard. Ethnicist, I don't know, but it is like basically going this around, like saying that, yeah, we are fighting oligarch, but we're only going to take money from black uh, rich people it's so weird like you know it, it, no no it's not about you know racism though it's nothing to do with that but we only going to focus on this type of yeah like, in this rich. country it's, it's so yeah it's so man and I, I mean i must say i feel for the russian people like if i were there like i mean this is what happened to iran a couple of years ago kind of but it, this is more at least in the media the people there was always this sympathetic figure yeah. that Iranians are actually nice and it's not them, people it's the are good everywhere yeah. blah 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 but, Russians but then are bad. <laughs> it's just yeah everybody's yeah the rush and let's do the Reuters one that's oh the, I was gonna Zemnet. say okay sure yeah let's go to oh, Reuters no, because no 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 since we mentioned yeah. sanctions and oligarchs the bad fate interview would have been good too but let's go to Reuters oh, but let's, and we'll come yeah, back yeah, let's do Reuters <laughs> they all yeah, make yeah. sense but yeah I mean apparently guys this is true this is real this apparently is disgusting but apparently. facebook allows war posts urging violence against russian invaders so i'll just quickly read the first three paragraphs meta platforms will allow facebook and instagram users in some countries to call for violence against russians and russian soldiers Eastern in the context of the ukraine invasion according to internal emails seen by reuters on thursday and then it goes on to say the social media company is also temporarily allowing some posts that call for the death to Russian President Vladimir Putin or Belarusian President Alexei Lukashenko, according to internal emails and to its content moderators. Now, this becomes even weirder, okay, because these, they got them, I guess they kind of got a hold of these emails some way. But here, quote, as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we have temporarily made allowances for forms of political expression that would normally violate our rules like violent speech, such as death to the Russian invaders. We still want to allow credible calls. <laughs> How do you differentiate between? We still want to allow credible calls for uh, violence against Russian they... civilians. A Meta spokesperson said in a statement. So I guess since the emails they come out and double down on this publicly, I mean here saying spokesperson said that in a statement. So yeah, basically, yeah. This is the weirdest. Again weird behavior even for yourself why do you have to do that i mean maybe maybe <laughs> facebook way, thinks would, this way they can I change mean, public you know, per- perception about them by like joining in and hating on the russians i, mean, I don't know i mean they, what is even the quote-unquote rational thinking that we keep on i guess maybe it's rational to do this well it's win some rational. brownie points uh, among no, the yeah, administration exactly. yeah, yeah yeah at this point that's yeah. the rational choice but i mean I would say it's just piss. It, this is really infuriating because Russian army soldiers, the invaders and all that, they're conscripts. Unlike American mm-hmm. soldiers who are fucking volunteers, they volunteer point. to do that shit. And then we are every day in every movie, in every media, yeah. including some of the even like uh, anti-American, like yeah, even I might say they, something like that. Yeah, even, even, I, even Iranian TV, say, yeah. Iranian TV is like you know American soldiers are different, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, American soldiers, oh my god, they're so not good. No, that's people. a great point. I mean, I, I didn't and they, vo- they volunteer for that yeah. job, by the way. They volunteered for that job. Russian soldiers, they're conscripts mostly. I'm not talking about the general. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so yeah, it is very it's disgusting. It is really like a bunch of kids who are being forced to go kill some other kids are yeah. now being demonized by a bunch of rich assholes. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I wonder how long this is going to stay like this. Or I know, I, I mean, by the way, by the way, I'm a free speech purist. I think they should allow everything and anything to be said uh, and nationalize these. As platforms. long as it's not threatening anybody's. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. As long as it's not a direct threat, which is already like and obviously libel and all yeah. that. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there shouldn't be just one group of people like uh, singled out. You, yeah, you can threaten them with death you can demonize them you can stereotype about them you can you know they're all killers basically no this is a, this is like truly shocking every time i like i hear these things and yeah so that's the oh, just article huh did you hear that noise no no sorry okay no. <laughs> okay let's um let's keep on going so what else is here i see that there's the bad faith sanctions video and I see that there's oh, yeah. also Katie Halper, Lee, uh, Lee Camp, Jesse Ventura, Vanguard. Yeah, so the bad faith one was interesting. Because... Yeah, so it was, I'll just mention right now. So, of course, it was Brie. Yeah. And she spoke to, with Grace um, Blackley. Is she a professor or just an academic? I don't know. I, I think she's semi-journalist, she... academic type. Yeah. I don't know. And they talked about, you know, first, the first part of the conversation, oh, it just says it commentator. Really yeah, so the first one was all about kind of econ and economics, which was interesting. And also, you know, if if China and China's currency can become the main currency. And I really liked her point there. She was like, you know, it's not even, of course, the economy has to become much stronger for that to happen. But then China would also have to have a stronger uh, military and then perhaps also some more political power in order for it to replace the U.S. dollar. That was sober. She, she had a sober we take are so on the far cryptos. Away yeah, she had a sober take on crypto. It wasn't like bashing it one way or also at the same time saying, you know, <laughs> we're all going to be exchanging in all these cryptos. But then they moved on to talk about sanctions and I had misheard her. So in the first part, she talks about how we should like increase transparency in transactions. That, that, which... By the way, j just beyond the curtains, look at our production. That was one of the funniest production meetings we had because Camry said, yeah, she was great and stuff. And in the end, she said these things. And I was like, what? It, it felt like an episode of Twilight Zone. We were talking about the same thing, but two different versions yeah. completely. But you ended up being yeah. right because I missed the last five okay. or 10 minutes because you are. Uh, so first she talked about transparency and I guess that could affect everyone, right? And that's different than sanctions. But then she did go on to say that, no, you can sanction, you can target the sanctions enough to only in, hurt in the Russia's oligarchs. In, in Russia's case. In Russia's case. case, okay. And then she does. And she also... Question. Oh, really? What was it? I think so. Bree said how, like, Bree's question was that, how do you, okay, uh, all right, you sanction these oligarchs and you can target them well, very well. But how do you uh, prevent the trickling down of them? Mm -hmm. Uh, putting the cost on the normal people yeah. and then she just reverted back to saying that oh no because in russia's case is so specific and we can trace it back to the fact that this russian estate was it's the oligarchs that stole their thing as if you know all the other oligarchs are working yeah. hard <laughs> but despite that that doesn't change away uh, the problem that doesn't change yeah that doesn't problem change that the problem Bri the only Bri thing she says about. she said one thing she says the oligarchs have all their wealth out all their wealth sorry outside of russia so we can like seize those but that would be just like half-ass sanctions that would be useless <laughs> i mean because then they can yeah, and, continue and, their uh, corporations yeah. and, and the businesses idea... and everything in russia so i mean you can go yeah. take all their yachts i guess she would say no no that's going to put so much pressure on them i mean she was saying that that you know what these people want to travel the oligarchs and their family they want to travel they want to send their kids to boarding schools in the uk therefore they will put pressure on putin and put in oh, back put, off, I way, guess. Put personal put personal sanctions on mm. them like they they don't give them a visa to come to yeah. london or something but don't i think when you sanction them financially uh, you cannot deny they are awful people mm. but for example the guy controls the wheat industry in <laughs> russia what do you want him to what do you think he's gonna do he's mm. gonna put the cost down to the consumers the normal people are gonna suffer or or even like not just that like when you know like it's not like the business guy is going to go, okay, I'm going to reduce my own earnings now and put that money. Like, who does that? In which country they've done that? Like, yeah, now the times are tough. Let's, like, this yeah. never happens. Like, okay, there has been some idealist, like, 
businessman maybe they've done good things like that but like this is not how corporation works and they are corporations you know they might be one individual on top it's much more individual centric but like this is going to happen russian already the ruble have fall one how much now yeah it's one fourth of what it used to be last time I checked or something. So, uh, you know, what do you think that's going to like for a country where uh, is a exporter of raw material and importer of finished goods? What do you think that's going to happen to normal people? Yeah. You think things are going to get cheap? Well, I mean, this is ridiculous. The idea that, you know, don't give them visa, don't give yeah. them visa. But when you sanction their will, and by the way, most of their money is not in London or is not in, it's in Panama or mm. Cyprus or some a weird island you've never heard of some for example piece of ice that just separated from the north <laughs> pole and they just okay it's yeah. a banking office there put a banking yeah. office 